Working with your investments, retirement, insurance, estate, or tax planning, or just dealing with everyday expenses, your money matters. Let KT Thomas help you make the most of it. This is KT's Money Matters. Hello again. This is KT Thomas at Money Matters. Coming to you to talk about your financial questions and clever quips and tips around managing money. Having worked as a financial advisor for more than 25 years, I've also recently written a book called The Hardworking Woman's Guide to Money, meant to be a book to help people manage their everyday finances and more. One of the things we're going to talk about, and I do talk about it a little bit in the book, is about how to hire a financial professional. It seems pretty muddy out there. Like There are a lot of people out there calling themselves financial planners, and it's hard to know what people really do. And So I've asked Tammy Simons, CFP, who works with me at New Day Solutions, to join me today to talk a little bit about what you need to know when you're going to hire a financial professional. Tammy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Katie. We kick this around a lot, right? This idea about what's a financial professional, but why don't you tell people a little bit about what they should be thinking about? Why does it matter? You know, you hit the nail on the head when you said it's muddy out there. It is muddy out there. There are financial planners out there. There are insurance companies and retail banks and investment advisors and full service brokerage firms. I mean, I was playing around online the other day and I searched for help on my finances and I got all of those. And then the titles. My God, the titles are money managers and wirehouse brokers and insurance agents and investment advisors and wealth managers. And where does one go, right? So what is it that that you're working on? And um, that's the problem out there right now is there's so many titles and so many different types of firms out there that can help you with different aspects of your finances. So how do we separate the wheat from the chafe? Tell me, what's the first thing people should ask? Well, the first thing you want to know is, is the financial planner a certified financial planner? So that will tell you a lot about somebody, right? So if somebody takes the time to get a bachelor's degree and then work on a certified financial planning designation, that entails a lot, right? They have to go through this this process of, of, of a couple years worth of classes that they have to take exams on. They have to take a comprehensive exam. Each year, they keep up what's called CE credits. So that keeps them informed in the in the industry as well. Tammy, don't they also have to have three years of experience in the industry? So they can't be like, just got here last week. Yeah, they have to have three years worth of experience in the industry. And let's face it, if somebody went through all of that, they're not somebody in between jobs. They're not somebody just collecting a paycheck. There's somebody that is invested in this industry and really cares about this industry. And that's the person you want to go visit. So you mean they probably won't be my Uber driver on the way to the airport after I meet with them? <laughs> no, they won't be your Uber driver. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so first is they've got to have some education and you want them to have some credentials that say that they're actually really in the business. And probably the most well-known one is the CFP. Of course, there are others like a master's in finance, um, but it's a little bit more rare. Uh, but then, you know, what else do they really need to be thinking about? Just because somebody's a CFP doesn't mean they're great and you just give them your money, right? Yeah, you also want to know what kind of services they offer. So, you've, great, you go online, you find this really great 
certified financial planner. It's close to your home. It's convenient. Their hours are great, right? But what are they going to offer you? Are they going to look at your full financial well-being? Are they going to look at savings for your children's education? Are they going to look at your retirement goals? And in in what are your priorities? What do you want to do in your, in your retirement? Are they going to look at all those aspects, including taxes and making sure that you're doing the right thing for your taxes today, as well as 20, 30, 40 years from now? Are they going to look at your estate planning and make sure your estate planning is okay? Are they going to look at your risks? Okay, they get everything, everything is in line, but what if, what if something happens to you? Are they going to look at all of those things? And that's what you really want to know about the person that you're going to work with, that they're not just going to take your investments and manage it for you. They'll actually look at your whole scenario. There's a big difference between being a CFP and working as a CFP, right? That's right. There's a lot of CFPs out there as well that isn't going to look at all of your aspects. If you go into a CFP's office and you ask them to invest your money for retirement, they will do that happily. But there are a lot of other aspects to your life other than just your retirement. If they're going to give you a holistic view of your scenario, they really should know what your cash reserve is what your income is, how your cash flow is, and what other goals you have out there other than just the retirement. Those things all affect your whole being and it it can really put a damper on your situation if you're not looking at all those things. Yeah, one of the trends I see in the interest industry is people just want to, you know, manage your money and don't really want to do these other things. So if one of the things you're looking for when you're looking to hire a financial professional is somebody that's going to give you advice on these other things, first, you have to make sure they actually do that. And then I always say, Tammy, you got to know what you're paying for. Don't you agree? Yeah. Yeah. That's another question that you want to nail down in the first meeting is just understanding who you're meeting with and how they get paid, right? So what are your fees going to be and how do they get compensated? So there are there are costs out there that people don't realize when they're first investing their money or uh, when they're working with a, a financial planner. There are trading costs. They'll, there are sales charges. There's fees for advice. There are annual fees. And what does that all mean to you? And how does that work with the financial planner and how do they get compensated? Right. And what's the value for all that cost? You got to make sure that you're going to get something. You're not just going to pay for it. You're going to actually get value for it, what that value is. That's right. And so what I really like to uh, make sure that everybody understands when they they walk through our doors is they, they understand exactly what they're paying for. So it needs to be very transparent. And that kind of flows through with the fiduciary, right? So everybody says, what is the fiduciary? What does that term mean? Because it's all over the internet now. Right. You know, are you really a fiduciary? So when you're asking somebody and you're interviewing them, you don't say, do you consider yourself a fiduciary? Because that's not really actually the standard. A lot of people do consider themselves a fiduciary. But what you really want to know is, are you? A fiduciary. A fiduciary, yeah. 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 And so what's that mean? I think that's really important. Can you explain that to people? 
So you want to make sure that the person that you're meeting with is a, is a contracted fiduciary for you. So they have committed to you to be your fiduciary, meaning they're going to do what is in your best interest. It doesn't mean they're going to be perfect, right? But it means that they can't do, they can't take action that's actually against you or for the benefit of somebody other than you. Exactly. So there are, you know, when you invest, let's say you're investing money, there are different ways that you invest money and we'll go back to those commissions and those sales charges. Those are all tied in. So let's suppose that a financial planner recommends to you a few different mutual funds. Is the financial planner charging you for their advice services? Are they charging a, a management fee or are they or is there a sales charge on that investment? And if there's a sales charge, do you know that that's suitable for you? And do you know that that's in your best interest? And so it's not good or bad. It's just understanding fully what you're getting into. Commissions versus management fees. You know, I sort of have this uh, running joke with an old friend of mine where we used to say, commissions or fees, why not both? And in our industry, that I say it because it's sort of an industry thing where a lot of times you can actually be paying both charges and fees and sometimes not even know it. That's right. So what you want to make sure is your, certif- your certified financial planner that you're working with is outlining all the fees that you're paying for and what are they. So, um, you know, management fees, I've seen management fees out there, K- KT, they, they range from 1% all the way up to for crying out loud. And then you have sales charges on top of that, that can really eat away at your overall rate of return. And then you multiply that by 30, 40 years of investing your money, it's thousands of dollars. So you really want to make sure you understand what those fees are. Yeah. And I always say there's no free lunch, especially not in the money business. So if you go into a financial advisor and you can't understand, or they don't tell you what the costs are, or they say, oh, well, there's no costs. I'm paid by the investment company or the insurance company. Be careful. Yeah. What you need to know is like, there is no free lunch. You're paying somewhere. And usually what I say is the less you see, the more you pay. That's right. Let's talk about what else I might want to know from a financial planner. Like, well, what, what are the kind of questions should I be asking? Well, it really also depends on what it is you're working on. So I always say to my clients, When they say, how are we going to work together? What does this mean? And how do you work with your clients? And I'll tell you, every single client is completely different. So my retired clients have a different lifestyle than my 30-year-old clients that are uh, new parents and just bought a house. They're all working on something different and they all have different schedules. So you want to make sure that you find a financial planner that has a has a way of working with you uh, that can fit your needs and that they can customize their services to what you need. Are they going to be available when you have a question or when something comes up and you need immediate response? Can they be available to you for a meeting or maybe it's a web-based call or maybe it's just a phone call? Are they going to be available to you? And that's important to know. Is it just a once a year appointment? And if you have any questions, good luck to you. So you really have to be careful of, of um, making sure that you have somebody that's going to meet all of your needs. So, you know, there's one question that people ask me all the time. How would I know a good financial planner from a bad one? And um, is there some place where I could check and just make sure I don't start with somebody that's bad? 
Yeah, the, yeah actually, there is a there is a place on online that you can go. It's a broker check. It's on the FINRA website. So if you go to www.finra.org, you can check on every certified financial planner out there, every broker out there, and make sure that they haven't gotten sued. There are people that have gotten sued out there. That might be something you might want to know. Right. So if somebody has a lot of complaints against them, you probably want to think second about that. And, you know, the reality is it'll give the whole history of any complaints ever filed against that financial advisor, whether they were uh, founded, meaning that they were fact-checked and it was discovered that the advisor had made an error or not. And it's not that there aren't good advisors who have had some issue in the past, um, but, you know, you can sort of see a trend. And you should probably do that before you fall in love with your broker, not after you've already met them. It's probably one of the first steps you might want to take. Once you look up that certified financial planner, you go onto the the website. It, again, it's FINRA.org. And then you look up broker check and you can find all the information on that person. And hopefully there is no information on that person. You know, another great tip I think might be is CFP.org, where you can go in and look at what the financial planning standards are for the certified financial planner designation. And they also have a directory of CFPs in your area. Good point, Katie. You know, this can be pretty complicated, making a decision to hiring a financial professional. It's a different place for people in their lives. But when you feel that you're ready for a little bit more financial help than you've had in the past, what you want to try to find is a financial planner that can provide what you need at a rate you can afford and the service that that you want. And so you might have to do a little bit of looking around to do that, but these are some good sources for you to get started. Tammy, thanks so much today for um, spending some time with me to talk about this. If people had more questions, can you tell me how they might reach out to you? Absolutely. You can reach me via email at Tammy at NewDaySolutions.com. You can call our office. Somebody's always available to answer your calls Monday through Friday at 800-834-2101. Of course, visit us on our website as well, www.NewDaySolutions.com. Thanks again for spending some time with me this morning. The contact information will all be in the notes of the show. Again, this is KT Thomas at Money Matters helping you answer your money questions. Looking forward to seeing you the next time. Thanks for listening to KT's Money Matters with KT Thomas. For more information, past episodes, and show notes, go to www.ktsmoneymatterspodcast.com. Make sure you subscribe and recommend it at iTunes, Overcast, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.